my guest this week believes he can offer the music industry a better business model, while also giving a better deal to music fans. He's one of the first graduates of the Satoshi Block Dojo Incubator. Michael Sislowski and his colleagues, all from Poland, spent time in London as part of the incubator's first cohort, developing their business, Soundoshi. You're listening to CoinGeek Conversations with Charles Miller. Michael, thank you very much for doing CoinGeek Conversations today. Yeah, thank you for the invitation. Now, there are four founders of Sandoshi, and you go back a long way. You're all from Poland. You go back a long way together, don't you? Yeah, yeah. It's almost 50 years from now, uh, from the time we met for the first time. And you met? We met at the middle school. At school? So it's wow. quite impressive <laughs> story of the friendship. So you've been friends all those years. Yeah. But before you got involved with Sandoshi itself, you were starting up another enterprise. Uh, yeah, we founded, we founded Banner Group, which was a generic software development uh, company. Mm, but then we found BSV very quickly after founding the company. So it became almost <laughs> exclusively the, the software house for what we were doing uh, around BSV. And right now, this company still exists, it's still operating, but right now it's um, handling other projects, not BSV or any kind of blockchain connected. So is your focus now on Sandoshi? Yes, yes, 100% uh, on Sandoshi. So it is a music business, and it's going to solve problems both for artists and for consumers, I think. So let's, let's start with the artists. And you've got a sort of analysis of what you think the problem is with the music industry today. The problem with the, with the music industry right now is the fact that it's pretty much being monopolized right now by the few DSPs like Spotify, YouTube, uh, and so on. And it seems like from, from the outer perspective, it seems like everything is fine. Uh, artists are getting paid, but if you get deep insight into that, you will realize that it's the system where the like flow of money and flow of influence is very skewed towards the, the top 1% of artists, preferably from United States. If you're quite successful, but not very successful on Spotify, yeah. you really can't make a living from that, I think. No, you can't, you can't make a living, uh, from that, even if you are like quite successful, as you said, even if you are generating few million streams, then, then you can't really make a living, uh, from Spotify. Uh, and it's because the system works the way that, uh, you are being, your performance is uh, dependent on the performance of all of the industry. So, uh, you are all the time you are being divided by the performance of, of, uh, all of the industry. So, for example, if you just released your new album, and at the same time, Drake, for example, released the album and Drake is generating 1 billion streams and you generated 2 million streams, then you are getting diluted by his performance. Because it's to do with the proportion yeah. of views or listens that you get. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the system works the way that they are pulling the, your, they are taking your streams and they are dividing it by right, the right. total amount of streams on Spotify, multiplying it by the amount of money they, they got in total uh, in this time frame. And then they are outpaying you the money. Seems fair, but uh, it is not if you get you know, like deep inside. 
So, so okay, so let's dive right in. What is the BSV solution to this then? What does Sandoshi yeah. do? So basically, if we if we think about what Spotify is doing, how it's like the system of uh, of music promotion, of cultural promotion, then what we are doing as consumers on BSV is uh, not on BSV on Spotify uh, is somehow a voting. Yeah, you are giving your uh, your attention. And it almost—it's—it's uh, it's almost like a voting, yeah. And if it's skewed towards the top one percent, then we have the manipulated <laughs> voting system. So we need to make it fair again. And in order to make it fair again, we need to have like the flat same payment for each stream for every artist on the platform. Right. Yeah. So they all have the same terms that they are competing with and, each and, other. And so, by creating an alternative platform, you can just set those rules. Yes. To be fair in that way. Yeah, exactly. It can be it can be more fair. Yeah, we have Bitcoin, uh, Bitcoin SV uh, microtransactions, so we can offer sub one cent, two cents uh, transactions for each stream uh, in real time to artists. It can be more fair than that. Right. So if I have a song and only one person listens to it, I'll still get something yeah. for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Well, okay. So how are you going to actually build this thing? It, it, it presumably it's going to be quite complicated. <laughs> but no, actually it's not as it's not as complicated. It's uh, the solutions are quite simple. Uh, direct payments are like the intrinsic part of, right. of BSV right now. We are upgrading to to SPV Lite client, so so we'll have the instant transactions uh, without the need to to verify them uh, further. So uh, BSV is made <laughs> is made for for the task here. Mm, and uh, maybe further on, we will explore something like payment channels for the longer pieces of music or podcasts. But uh, but from our perspective right now, it's actually we are quite confident that we can build it in in reasonable time. Let's just look at it from the consumer point of view. Then, what do you see the problems for consumers? A lot of consumers seem to be perfectly happy with Spotify or whatever. But yeah. A lot of people like a lot of people are saying Spotify is amazing because I have 70 million songs at the palm of my hand. Uh, but at the same time, you need to acknowledge that and agree probably that it's 70 million songs that you are never you will never listen to because you can't listen to all of the music in the world. And the problem is that uh, it's like the it's centralized solution. Yeah, so. Uh, Spotify is taking your money and is giving you the access to the music, but uh, in the longer picture, for the longer um, term, uh, there is nothing uh, inside it. Yeah? You are paying subscriptions, you are giving, you are getting an access, but if we can imagine that Spotify go bust, uh, then you are losing all of your music and you could spend like $800 for the last uh, seven years on Spotify. And you got nothing out of it. Yeah, it's not <laughs> it's not a very uh, pleasurable way. So, so what would Sandoshi do that would be better than that? Uh, we are creating we are creating the music NFTs. Mm, so they are like the next iteration of the music carriers after the vinyls and compact disc. Right now we have the NFTs. So the first time ever we have like the digital standard uh, of music carrier that is transferable, trainable. Uh, and basically have all of the benefits of the physical carriers, but it's portable, it's digital, so it's, uh, its portability is uh, much higher. Does the music on Sandoshi, will it sit actually on the blockchain? Yes, yes. We are storing all of the music on the blockchain because we, we are aiming to create the hard reference 
of what is in our tokens. So um, this way we want to avoid any kind of uh, manipulation or censorship um, that can occur. So, so once it's on the blockchain, it's there forever. Yes, and it's eternal it, file storage. But is it not is not ex is it not too expensive to do that to upload the actual music? I think so. No, I think I think no. Yes, like the for for the casual MP3 files, uh, it's cost of few dollars. Yeah, so it's uh, it's something that the artist or the industry can cover uh, if they can like further earn on it. If we are talking about the bigger files like Dolby Atmos standard that is really uh, popular right now, um, it's getting uh, kind of tricky, but um, right now we have OP push uh, takes uh, open so we can put up to four gigabytes of data on BSB chain. Of course, it's still expensive, but it's getting cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. So yeah, we are on the we are on the correct path. Yes, yes. Well, okay, so let's just look at this from if, if I'm a musician, I come along, I've got my track, I'm prepared to pay a few dollars to, to give it to Sandoshi and Sandoshi will put it on the blockchain. How, what, what's the process from there to getting it into the consumer's hands? Basically, you are just uploading your music and then Sandoshi is taking care of everything else. You are just setting the amount of uh, tokens you want to sell, like the NFTs you want to create um, out of the music you're uploading. And from this point, Sandoshi is taking care uh, of everything. But why would I not just say, please sell as many as you possibly can? You can. Right. Or I can say there's only going to be 12 of these or something. Yeah. Is that you can, you can order us to, to, to work for you the way that we are just going to mint uh, on demand, yeah, from people. Uh, so there won't be like the set. But I would pay a set fee for the uploading. Is that right? Uh, yes. You, you will, but we are exploring the, the options of maybe, uh, have the split payments. Uh, for this, it's of course it's just a few dollars, yeah. But maybe we can reimburse that for ourselves from what we are earning on commissions from you. So maybe we'll have like the two plans where you are paying the flat uh, amount to upload the file, and the second one where you are not paying anything, but the commission we are taking out of the sales of the music is yeah. higher. Okay, so the music is uploaded; it's on the blockchain. How do we? Get the get it into the hands of the consumer then from there, from the blockchain. Yeah, I mean, what what, what if I'm looking at now from from a customer point of view? How will I know that this piece of music is there, and how will I access it if I want to? Uh, you are accessing it for some dashi, like you are accessing it from Spotify. So I just or search any... through yeah. your index until yeah. I find something. You are about. getting to soundoshi.com, you are just searching for the music you want to listen, you click and it starts playing. Um, basically, yes. Yeah. So you need to, you need to, of course, agree that underneath will process the payments for you. So we are not going to ask you each time for the two cents, two cents, two cents each, each stream. But if you want to, to be asked, you can. <laughs> but, but I would need to have a, a BSV wallet or wallet with BSV in it, right? Uh, yeah, but uh, yes, yes, of course. We, we are providing you, when you are registering on Sandoshi, we are automatically providing you with the BSV wallet on our own uh, infrastructure. But at the same time, you don't need to have BSV to actually use Sandoshi. You will be fine with just the credit card uh, because credit card will let you just top up uh, your account and then um, yeah and then BSV appears on your right. account and you can listen to music so 
from the consumer point of view, it's going to seem like a pretty ordinary internet experience for subscribing to something, it sounds like. Yes, yes, because we always, we always aimed uh, for this service to be no different from what people can know and are like accustomed to from the, from the internet they know. So it will be very easy uh, way for them to, to transfer from Spotify because basically everything will be very similar. And the difference is it's a sort of pay per track model rather than a subscription model. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there you have subscription, here you have top up. So you are paying each time you are listening. Uh, and if you are listening, for example, if you have the period in your life where you are not listening uh, to a lot of music, then this money just stays in your account and is able to be used uh, later on Spotify. Mm -hmm. It's not the case. You're always paying uh, $10. And then but there in, there's another aspect to it, which is that this sort of lasts forever, isn't it? That, that, tell me how that works or what you're thinking about that. Mm, yeah, so... The file storage in the network like BSV, you can say it's, it's eternal. Yeah. These files are going to stay on the blockchain as long as the blockchain operates. And as we have hopes that BSV will going to operate, uh, like 100 years into the future or even more. Uh, so, so we are, uh, we are treating it as, uh, eternal mm, file storage and then, uh, we are referring to these, uh, files stored on chain. In our tokens, so we have like the reference to the eternal file storage, and it gives us the ability to to make our dream come true, because we want to to have the next iteration of music carriers. So it have to work the way that even if we go bust and go out of the business, the consumers that already paid for our products and bought the the music tokens from our artists uh, will still be able to play them and will still be able to to use them and it still will be their property. If sound, if, I, hate, I hope sound actually won't go bust, oh, but, but, but if it does <laughs> and I'm not able to use my name and my password on Soundoshi, how how would I know how to find the music that I've bought? Uh, you will have your seed phrase from your wallet, so you'll be able to... The 12 words. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so you'll be able to um, recover your wallet uh, on any other solution. And we are going to open source our player for uh, music tokens soon. So, so it's going to stay. Like It will be just one library, but any developer that knows something about BSV will be able to take this library and just mm, through this library use the stas tokens they have in the wallet in order to play the music. What about the problem that, well, Netflix in particular, I think, has this, that people just share their names and their passwords around? I mean, it, what about if, if I buy some music and then I just give my friend all the details, they can access it without having to pay? Mm, yeah, it's something, it's something that we, we can't really avoid with being some kind of, you know, totalitarian <laughs> platform <laughs> that is gonna spy on people. That, uh, that continues to be a problem. Yeah, but, uh, but we think that we, that maybe they won't be like sharing the passwords, but they will be sharing just the music because our NFTs are, like, as I said, they are transferable. So you can send it to someone, you can give it to someone on, as a gift on his birthday, uh, or, I don't know, like document the memory together. Around, right. Uh, around so if I've, got a, if I've bought a piece of music on Sandoshi, 
and I want to give it to somebody. How do I do that? You are Charles at soundashi.com. I'm Michael at soundashi.com. And you are just going to your wallet. You are choosing the piece of music. And you click send. You put Michael at soundashi.com as a destination. And in three seconds, it's in my wallet. Right. And, and no longer accessible by me. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Because you have this idea, I think, that one of the things that's been lost in the music industry in recent years is this sort of psychological feeling of ownership. Yes. And, and that you think that that is in itself a, a big attraction of, in your plan. Is that right? Yes, yes. Like, like exactly as you said, we want to reintroduce ownership of the music to the fans so they will be able to collect their favorite music and build their collections as we were doing uh, like 15 years ago, uh, before streaming uh, arrived. So, well, then it was a physical thing that you, yes, it, an album cover or a yeah. CD. But the next generations they don't care about physical uh, stuff, and no one is gonna like you know take with him compact discs or uh, or vinyls. Yeah, new cars don't even have the the, the drive to play uh, compact discs. So it's going digital, and we we need the digital carrier for music. To, to keep the industry safe and healthy. I mean, I understand the theory that you're explaining there, but I'm just not really convinced that a person will be sort of proud of a list of tracks that they've got online that they can access in the same way that they might have show their friends their CD collection or something. It just doesn't seem the same. Maybe I'm just too old to understand that. But I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, no, of course, it's it doesn't give you the feeling uh, of the physical things, yeah. But um, like the young generations, they are already disconnected from the right. from the physical feelings, and they are just connected. But maybe to their they're disconnected smart. from the idea of ownership as well. Uh, no, I think no. They, I, I disagree. Like everyone wants to own something, and and music is uh, is part of it. So we think we think that we may actually deliver or create some kind of hype here, yeah? because of course, like young people are very involved into music on YouTube, um, in rap music, for example. Uh, and then we think that we by giving them the opportunity to actually collect music, we, we will be able to create some kind of hype, maybe even like the Pokemon level, where people were just collecting you know, these thousands uh, round right. things. <laughs> and, uh, and they were exchanging it uh, with each other. So, so we are aiming to create some, some similar environment uh, for young people to connect them to ownership once again. You're, you're not the only music BSV startup. How much do you know about the competition and are they direct competitors or do you all have different ideas, do you think? Um, yeah, of course. Uh, we are treating each other as a BSV family uh, for now. So I know Shem Florum from Blaircast uh, very well. Um, and uh, as far as we are competing, we are also collaborating and exchanging ideas because our businesses are slightly, are slightly different. The same applies to Jamify. Uh, so Jamify might seem similar, very similar to, to what Soundoshi is because they are also selling the uh, music NFTs. Mm, but they are targeting different, uh, different group of customers. So they are mostly targeting independent artists. I'm wondering whether if you start a music business on BSV, you need to make a decision right at the beginning about whether you are 
going to provide a product and a service that is going to help the music industry and the music industry is going to be your main customer or whether you are going to destroy the music industry because you're providing something completely different. Is, is, is that a way of looking at it? Which, which yeah. side of that are you on? Yes, you, you, you always have choice. Yeah? You always have two choices. You can go for revolution or evolution. Yeah? And, and I, as far as I would love to see the revolution, uh, I, I understand that we need to go the evolution way. Yeah? So we need to work it out with the industry, and that's what we are doing in Soundoshi. Yeah? So we are also uh, looking at the licensing process of music, uh, getting publishers on board, like talking with them how this platform should work, creating the accounting system for the microtransactions because that's the big problem for the publishers right now that we want to work with, that they are ready to work with us, but all of their accounting systems are made for the subscriptions uh, from Spotify and microtransactions are completely new for them. So, so right now we are like... So you're not really a threat to them. You're actually a way of offering them a way of getting out of the hands of Spotify and yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. We want to we want to offer this industry a new revenue streams. Yeah, so music music is only the one part of the Soundoshi because Soundoshi is the platform for for artists. Uh, so music is one part of it, and it's the most important and most hard to apply. Uh, but if you think about artists, uh, they are generating a lot of different types of content. Yeah, so they have images on Instagram, they have videos on YouTube. Uh, they have some stories on Instagram, like they are in constant connection with their, with their fan base. And Sandoshi will let them to monetize this, uh, these connections and this like constant content, uh, that they are producing and giving to the people. Uh, so they will be able to mint album covers, um, video clips, pretty much anything that they think will be valuable and, uh, possible to sort to their fan base. Well, you've made an amazing start through the Satoshi Block Dojo program, and um, people can see a, a bit of you as participating in that in another thing that we're putting on CoinGeek. But that program has come to an end now. What is in store for Sandoshi over the next year? What will the first steps towards this vision be? So the first steps, like you need to, you need to watch we are, what we are doing in Poland, uh, because the Sandoshi is going to start in Poland. Uh, and it's gonna start with the Polish music industry. So we are gonna bring the, the publishers on board and we are gonna fill Sandoshi with the millions of tracks and thousands of artists. Uh, and furthermore, further we are gonna build the outpayment system for artists because it's, it's kind of tricky. I don't know if we have enough time to, um, to explain that, but basically right now you need to sign the deals with the publishers because NFTs and blockchain are the new exploitation field and PROs, which are the organizations that are existing to collect money from royalties to artists and to protect artists. Uh, they don't have, they don't have like jurisdiction over this new exploitation field. So that's also something uh, that we need to think about. Yeah. We need to create the outpayment system for artists around, um, around this. And, and that's exactly what we are doing. Yeah. So we don't want to work only with the publishers and then forget about the artists, but we are going to work with publishers because they are artist aggregators. But at the same time, we are preparing the system that is going to like, save the money for the artists. And when they come to Soundoshi, we are not going to say like, yes, we were selling your music for last year because we have the agreement with your publisher. No, it will be like, we were selling your music for last year, but 
12% out of the income we generated is being stored here and is waiting for you. So they go direct to them? Yeah. Oh, it sounds amazing. It's an, it's an incredible plan. And uh, I'm sure that a lot of us will look forward to hearing a lot more Polish music than we have been listening to <laughs> as your first steps. You will have come to, to be the only music <laughs> tokens on BSV. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Michael. Really good luck. Yeah, thank you, Charles. Thanks very much to Michael Suslowski. Next week, we'll be learning about the use of Bitcoin in businesses in Africa with Bemi Akande of the venture fund Pacer Ventures. Please join Bemi and me next week. But until then, thanks for listening and goodbye. Bitcoin Wallet, Blockchain, Stablecoins, Metanet, the evolution of money. Everybody is talking about Bitcoin today. But what exactly is it? Learn the basics from experts. Learn what Bitcoin is, how it works, and why it matters. Bitcoin 101, your ultimate guide to the fundamentals of blockchain.